Chapter Ten of the Ins and Outs of Paris, or Paris by Day and Night, by Julie de Marguerite. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Sentiments and Cemeteries. All French sentiments have a tendency to the dramatic, that is, the French are fond of a mise en scène, and while fully comprehending the magnificent patriotism of Brutus are also full of the feeling which led caesar to arrange his robe gracefully before he fell at the foot of pompey's statue over all that is repulsive or commonplace the french throw some concealing drapery they were the first who idealized and embellished with flowers wreaths gardens and vestiges of this world's luxuries the place where the dead cease from troubling more about the sordid interests of this life and where they rest forever from all weariness and sorrow once the dead beth struggle over and the body consigned to the earth death seems to lose its horrors and the survivors seek by every means to link the loved ones now hidden from their sight with the family which once was theirs they treat the grave tenderly as though the silent tenant beneath could hear a harsh or unkind word they surround it with the flowers he most loved they remember the various epochs of his life his birthday his bridal day and the day on which he died and on their anniversaries fresh garlands are woven around the monument and crowns of immortel hang on the stone that bears his name and that none may be uncared for even those who went down silent and alone to untended graves in quick oblivion even those strangers from distant homes dying unmourned unknown in a foreign land or those hapless ones to whom shame and crime have given nameless tombs or which the long grass waves that none may mark the spot there has been one day set apart for that population of many many generations over which we tread a day sacred not exclusively to the dead still linked by kindred to the world but sacred to all now mouldering into ashes le jour des morts it is emphatically called nor the scoffings of philosophy nor the storms of revolutions nor the coldness of scepticism have ever obliterated this day from the memories of the people on the first of november le jour des morts every cemetery in paris is crowded with one long and ever-changing procession in every grade of life and all in the deepest mourning let us too go to pere lachaise none of our dead lie here but here are the dead whose names are still in the living world heard above all others as in this city of the dead their stately monuments tower above the humbler and inglorious tombs from earliest dawn every species of vehicle including the omnibuses from every quartier of paris has been pouring forth its load at the wide gates of pere lachaise before you reach its avenues however you pass through a double line of stone masons which announces your approach to the funeral city here you are assailed as at a railroad terminus with cards offers of service and supplications for custom tombs fantastic mausoleums monumental columns or simple gravestones are offered you at the lowest prices your own designs are promised to be carried out in the smallest possible space of time or if you are satisfied with the ready-made designs of others why you may in three hours become possessor of quite an elegant family tomb happily we want none of these sorrowful tributes let us enter the garden had we been early enough we might have followed the procession of priests in all the solemn pomp of the roman catholic church winding from the chapel in the centre of the garden through all the alleys and sprinkling the graves on either side with holy water 
but you see by the well-trodden autumn leaves with which the wind has strewn the road the crowds have already been before us of course your first question is for the tomb of which you have heard so much of abeillard and eloise the french romeo and juliet though eloise far more unhappy than the italian heroine burned with her love for years and years within her charnel-house and for abeillard there was no poison that could reunite them in one grave strange that a love in opposition to the laws of man and god a love fulminated against by the church of rome should have been held sacred by succeeding generations who still obey the same laws and recognize the same church yet under this monument a small and beautiful gothic chapel formed out of a portion of the paraclete the abbey in which abbey Allard was abbot the two now reposed together the statues we see further on making the alley look like a gallery of sculpture are mostly those of the generals of that wonderful era which has just passed before our eyes with its pageantry its marvellous victories and its hecatombs of warriors Bois, lefebvre messina with the names of battles for their epitaphs then other tombs the fame of whose tenants not evanescent like that of the hero of the battlefield still endures children not of the sword but of heaven-born genius and like heaven eternal here sleeps la fontaine surrounded by the heroes of his vivid fables here moliere talma garcia the father of malibran bellini the young and fair-haired child of italy sleeps here those crowns of laurel and white camellias evidently just placed on the marble steps show that some are still mindful of this lonely grave the offering is said to be an annual memento of gratitude on this day from gioletta grisi to the composer of i puritani his last work written for her here too is an exquisite monument a chapel of white marble erected over the remains of a russian princess demidoff is the name inscribed and many bear it still and until a few months ago when the war trumpet called the luxury-loving children of the czar to their icy home even in this very paris but none have remembered the one who sleeps here the marble columns have no flowers the classic purity of their outlines is undisturbed there is in another part of the cemetery you will see it presently another chapel even more exquisite than this though evidently modelled from it it stands too on more ground for a garden of choice flowers surrounds it and in winter fresh bouquets and even exotics though enduring but a day are brought to this tomb who rests beneath has never been revealed no name is inscribed on any portion of the monument which was executed after design sent for that purpose and paid for promptly and magnificently none ever have visited it but strangers and artists who come to admire the gardener paid regularly his very high charges furnishes the flowers and disposes them according to his order but none have ever prayed or wept over this beautiful tomb what name has love or hate hidden from the world under this pure marble it would take days to see all you would like to see here almost as many as to visit those monuments whose domes and spires are rising in the distance amidst the living paris but one of the great sights of pere lachaise is to look from its silent hills down at the wide extent of the busy city now spread with its arrowy sen at your feet the site of the cemetery was well chosen you may easily understand that the original possessor of these grounds now much extended 
was of those who know how to choose and enjoy all the good things of this world a jesuit and a priest the confessor of louis the fourteenth who gives his name to this great cemetery once lived here he was one of those who to ease and comfort and health are fond of joining luxury riches and the picturesque but this is le jour des morts let us not forget the humble graves many there are which appeal more strongly to the imagination and the heart than those more celebrated and gorgeous we have passed here is a tiny grave scarce two feet long its garden and its marble slab all covered with glass as if the mother would still shield her child from the winds and storms of heaven as heaven has forever shielded it from those of earth amidst the flowers you see are childish playthings some broken just as the little hand last left them here is a young girl's tomb under a glass case is the prayer-book and the white wreath of her first communion the unfinished embroidery with its long silk thread but waiting the hand to draw it but there it will rest immovable for ever many many graves particularly those of children have these inanimate memorials surviving the dead and pertaining now more to the living than to the dead whose once they were there are graves too not in marble but in common stone and even in wood with inscriptions that tell whole histories evoke vast images from your imagination and send it wandering into the regions of poetry and romance there are some also that bring the quick tears to your eyes as though you had known the being who thus speaks from the grave adele the world linked scorn with your other name love remembers but this ernest my grave is my revenge and your punishment a simple column broken at the top and bearing no name has these words the first at the trysting place another tomb has sculptured in marble on a marble cushion an exquisite hand holding a ring and the word without any name remember but why go on the imagination of a most imaginative people romance passion and sentiment have through fifty years inscribed their annals on the tombs of this cemetery we will leave them now when the cares the toils the vexations of this world sting and goad you when friends betray and the world that petty bustling self-satisfied hollow sordid world below palls on you come here to this city of the dead wander through its sunny streets so crowded yet so solitary then gentle softening feelings will steal over you and resigned consoled and hopeful you will go back content to suffer and to toil as those have toiled and suffered who now rest calmly here now the stream of sable-clad visitors is getting dense we cannot pass there is a mass of people kneeling and praying round this large mound where thousands undistinguished even by those who love them most now sleep this is the fosse commune the common grave the grave of those who having no possessions in the world had not wherewithal to buy a grave and were put here on the coffins of those whose lot had been like theirs and thus this great population moulder together nor child nor wife nor lover can mark where the loved one rests but they know that tis somewhere beneath this green waving grass and their tears flow fast see the lowly crowns not of roses and camellias but of common field-flowers and holly piled upon this grave the pale autumn china rose the wall-flower and the fragrant mignonette are here and there scattered 
flowers are cheap in paris all classes are fond of flowers and there is not an event in which they are not a commemoration from the christening to that baptism of tears the grave the crowd hushes its footsteps and the curious they are questioning here the low monotonous prayers for the dead even the falling of one bead of the rosary on another is heard distinctly sobs for the recent dead will sometimes rise in uncontrollable violence above all and the voices of the little children praying for their father's father with eyes upturned in awe and wonder to his which blinded with tears of manly grief are now upturned to heaven the rich on their way from their own dead kneel here in homage and often luxury will throw on this humble mound offerings of the choicest hothouse flowers such as bloom around it in its home well come now away i have taken you through the enchantments of paris it was but just that you should weep with those who have been gay and happy with you it was right that you should remember le jour des morts and now for our cabriolet a dash a whirl a allez donc once more we thread our own way through bustle life and animation we are going along the boulevards to the maison dorée in the gilded cité des italiens i am going to give you a dîner maigre fresh oysters opened at our table by the prettiest marchande in a picturesque opera comique costume with high cap long gold earrings striped petticoat handsome legs and wooden shoes shrimp soup the shrimps having disappeared into a rich gravy so don't look contemptuously then turbot au capre ah you've no turbot in america then filet de sol you've no soles either so you can't have this exquisite bit of fish with its pieces of crisp toast no bones and gravy à manger son père but you shall have some salsafie à la barigoule sardines tunny fish côtelettes de pommes de terre what potato cutlets why my good friend i cannot give you any other to-day le jour des morts is a fast day but we will end with some charlotte russe and a poule d'eau roasted but a poule means a fowl yes but a poule d'eau means a water-fowl and therefore not fowl but fish you look incredulous nonsense why did you never eat a squab owl in new york and know that it was not what it seemed and had not the game laws interfered would you not have called it a blank no matter what we have the canon laws before us and so we call our duck a poule d'eau and it is just as brown tender crisp and roasted to a turn as when called by its other name another glass of champagne champagne is not forbidden bishops drink it even on good friday then you shall melt a pear in your mouth taste some roast chestnuts nestled hot and golden in their snowy napkin a cup of mocha a glass of cognac and then what you will there is nothing impossible after such a dinner as a dîner maigre at the maison d'arrie chapter ten